So basically, when you sent me those frequencies to test, I only, obviously, I only understood that yesterday. Thank you for sending me that. And um, those frequencies uh, that you sent me on the WhatsApp message, the spectrum of frequencies, um, they they already there are some of them are already tapping or at least on the testing the, the the problem I have on my neck, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So um, the first question is um, what do so ignoring the problem the symptoms that the patient has what are the, 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 the frequencies or spectrum of frequencies that are always tested? Is that from 00 to 0900 or something like that? Mm. Are you asking what to put, like what, like what bunch of programs would be in the first place? Um, I'm asking, so if a person comes to you with a neck problem, like I did, you sent me the, the here these frequencies from zero, zero uh, until zero, 0974, and then after that, which is the 3025 until the end, it's things related to my neck, or that based on the symptoms I mentioned, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if a person comes to me with a problem, say with a headache, what are the frequencies that I will test for everyone? To me, the person with a headache, the person with another problem. What's like the base? The base is specifically the program headache itself. And migraine. Um, we have it. Yeah, in, but that's. Yeah. You know that program, the headache program. Yeah, but what I mean is, uh, on that person of the headache, mm -hmm. what 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 are the common things we test on everyone, whether they have a headache, a neck problem, or whatever it is. I would actually test. Um, Arteries, actually, it's a quite quite a list. I would actually send it to you, and uh, in other ways, you would actually yeah. look into the protocol. We do have a headache protocol. Um, yeah, I understand. But for example, let me give you an example to see if it makes sense. Can you see the the zero? The zero one point zero zero, the vitalization complete. Mm -hmm. That we should test, and that acupuncture, acupuncture, we should test that on everyone, correct? Yeah. Um, well, we should test for everyone zero zero. Then not necessarily the zero one. Not necessarily everything from zero one. Not necessarily zero two even. That's not what I necessarily uh. check. Like maybe I'll just um, lightly check zero one and zero two. If they're burden, they're burden. I don't go further. I don't go into the sub programs to check. 
and then uh, uh-huh. yeah okay and, and then um, of course for headache and these things I would check uh, sometimes pinpoint the pinpoint uh, checking like I pluck the cable out and then I put it on and I check on arteries I check on brain energy the brain ATP programs um, mm-hmm. yeah two of uh, two brain ATP programs and the arteries in the brain I mean I used a pinpoint and I can yeah. find like very localized um, issue and um, the patient would actually it would be good information for the patient as then that let's say if they go to some other kinds of therapy they would be able to tell the person like can you do more here and then <clears throat> like they would know where the circulation is bad worse than the other side and then um, of course we need to also take into consideration stress and liver issues and um, vessel pressing uh, we have this vessel presser program in mm-hmm. the 70s yeah sometimes people with high blood pressure they do not know they would have headache um, yeah, so um, I understand. So, not necessarily on everyone you would test, for example, the geopathic disorders, the amino acids, the vital substances, vital substances which um, really depends on what they tell. I think for headache, I wouldn't like go straight for vitamins and minerals. I would, I mean, yeah. of course, the geopathy is one of the things that we need to look into and the electromagnetic pollution. Yeah, those are the okay. things we need to basically from from the cause, causes programs. I would, for example, yeah. let me look through the whole list. I would not necessarily look into all of the zero one. Okay, I will look generally on 0, 0, 0, 1, um, 0, 2, and more detailed uh, on 0, 4 mm-hmm. and 0, 5. And yeah. most of the times if they do get headache, um, if they have a 0, 5 problem, the geopathic, it's very likely mm-hmm. that they have the global grid issue. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying more like in a general view, you see, I just mentioned the headache as an example. I'm just saying like in general, all the patients. What would you look for? Uh, what would you always test? Ah, what would I always test is definitely the 000102 general. Uh-huh. And then 0405 more in detail. Yeah. And then 06 general, like just the complete. It depends, of course, on the disease, but I would at least check general yeah. and complete. And then mm-hmm. the 08.10, the heavy metals. And 08.85. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so those are the ones that you would follow in every patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's basically the, the, the list you gave me, the first one. The first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, It's about the first 20, more or less. Mm-hmm. Like in your list? Yeah. Like the list I okay. Yeah. So, so basically, I'll test the patient, uh, every patient I will test them on this. And then what I noticed you did, which, which obviously um, I, I do appreciate, is you've created a spectrum of frequencies for me to test because I told you I have a, a neck problem, yeah? Okay. Yeah. So, um, when... Um, so where uh, where would I um, so these frequencies that you that you that you got that are focused to the pain in my neck are they all from the page thirty two to the page ninety? You mean in the RAH? Yeah, yeah. Yes, they are. Okay, so basically that's something I will learn with experience to choose whatever is most relevant, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Now, um, that I understand, so let me check here. Um, yes, this is a yet here. Um, oh, you know, uh, when I find an imbalance, for example, on a vitamin, say vitamin B, uh, would I tell the person to take that vitamin or would we harmonize it with the machine? I don't use it for harmonization. I make sure the patient takes those dietary supplements. Yeah, so whatever the patient can take, we will ask them to take like probiotics and all that. Yeah, instead of harmonizing, except for excessive um, nutrients. Like if it's um, uh, lacking, then I'll let them take it. Yeah. If it's an excess yeah. of those nutrients, I would put it. But that's really rare. If they have an excessive, would you harmonize? Yeah. Uh, okay. Because I've got this lady, um, she's a health freak, and she takes like yeah. almost around almost 20 types of different supplements per day and in on high dose so like she had a problem and after I harmonized her she vomited oh wow would would you know ask would you not ask her to stop taking imagine she's taking vitamin B whatever too much yeah, of course, definitely. yeah I asked her to um, stop for a while and then um, and then after some time, I'll check her again, and I say, okay, now you can just take normal daily dose. Mm. So what's the difference between telling her to stop taking it or to harmonize it? Obviously, to stop taking it, I understand, but yeah. what will the harmonization do, do? To flush out the excess vitamins. Ah, okay, so we would tell her to do both, yeah? Yep. 
Ah, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, because the body could keep that excess for a long time, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, okay, that's fine. Um, so, you don't really use the range testing, do you? Um, well, I do with the Rhino scan, with the Polar. But not always, even that, even if I'm using the Polar and the Ryoscan just takes five, uh, 15 minutes, I still mm, don't really use that, use it that much. And, um, and um, if I need it, I just need to, like when I had a cancer patients, that's when I use them because they need the harmonization of the, they need fingerprint harmonization for cancer patients mm -hmm. and um, diseases which are not stated in the list of the programs that we have. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, and some asthma attacks or, you know, things that we do not still have, then I will use the range testing. Okay, well, let me just write that down. Is this basically when uh, the patient uh, uh, so we use the range testing to to understand a problem that the patient tells us where there is no solution basically still yeah it's more specific to go for range testing if um, their symptoms are strange and they don't really have like a specific name for the problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I have this weird um, old man. He tells me he has left flank pain, pulling pain, mm -hmm. and uh, there's no specific thing. It's just you know he went to if he went for a, for an MRI. He did all the clinical studies possible imaging studies possible and there's no issue so there's when there's yeah. no clinical um, diagnostical name for that issue that he has yeah yeah and that's when I that's when I use range testing so imagine that um, someone comes to you with a problem uh, and you use the the person was very sick. Nobody knows what it is. You don't know as well. So you do the range testing, and the person gets better. So what? How would you explain to her that the, the range testing? I mean, she obviously felt better, but how would you explain uh, what is going on? I understand. Yeah. So um, normally in the Raya scan, yeah. <laughs> that would be an interference analysis. So you can actually read through those um, corresponding um, diseases, the name of the diseases corresponding to this um, burden frequency. So without that Raya scan and the interference analysis, what you would do is what I say is important to have the green book because in the ah. green book, there is a bank of frequencies that are related to different parts of the body. And often, if for example, they say, okay, I have this 
headache problem and you would find like when you when you do the range testing maybe you would find like a few frequencies corresponding to for example blood vessels of the brain mm -hmm. yeah and um yeah. yeah and there are also this page where mm -hmm. specific diseases are listed according to the test like you can straight away test for diseases if you if you don't want to do everything the range testing you can do like um a guessing and then create your list of um fundamental frequencies that you want to check and then you can explain to them straight away from that from that list wait uh, you see this um okay here it is so do you see this page here? Can you yeah. see? Can you see the words? Yeah. No, no. Okay. Let me just quickly. Hang on. Let me just come yeah. back to this call in a while. Yeah. Yeah, do you see this? Yeah, yeah. I can. This so are those are those the range frequencies? Are they those the range frequencies? Yeah, it's like specific um, fundamental frequency values that you can check within the range. So what the rise can does it's it collects all the data from these few pages and then it will interpret okay. it will scan from 0 to 200 I mean 0 to 100 and then it will um, uh, interpret these frequencies according to this list like it already has mm -hmm. so you know when I tested myself on the range frequencies and mm -hmm. um, will I find frequencies that but not on that list. Um, you might because um, wait, let me check. Your range frequency was um point oh five step, right? Wait, let me check. Uh, was it a point oh five? Yeah, it was. It was a point oh five. So you would definitely find, yeah, yeah. for example, 
your first frequency is 26. So, let me Correct. check. Yeah, so let me check what 26 is. For example, like I go to 26 and then I see pancreas. Okay, so one of the frequencies is uh, pancreas. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that the frequency 26 meant I was going to be a millionaire. Uh, <laughs> my God. Okay. <laughs> That's more like the voodoo kind of things. Sounds oh, okay. <laughs> so we have um twenty six also like in this list it's the fourth most important um frequency for rhinitis, the inflammation of the nose. Uh, and what else? The inflammation of the nose. Yeah. And immune modulation and mental and physical, that's the third importance of 26. Like, it, if it's the first row, it's like this is the most important frequency if burdened causing this problem. But there are a bunch of frequencies and they have, um, how to say, um, decreased priority. Like, if this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 26 um, would also be, let's see, uh, 26 would also, I think that is about it. So, if we go on to, let's say, 38, it's again, like, gallbladder, yeah. you have gallbladder, you have um, heart rhythm disorder, probability, you have um okay let's find something more relevant to your issue yeah specifically let's see 49 so if we go to 49 yeah. we can see again stomach do you have stomach issues uh, the only thing I, uh, no, not really. The only thing I have, which I think I had mentioned to you, is when I, when, like two years ago, mm -hmm. uh, I started waking up most days like at very early, like seven o'clock, six, to go and wee. Okay. Uh, and it never happened to me before. Okay, so then let's see, 55.5. Then we'll go into searching what is, um, you know, your problem, why are you waking up so early. So, 55.5, energy absorption through the intestinal walls. 56, mm -hmm. arthrosis. Yeah, this is what you have. The de degeneration of the uh, joints. Oh, okay. Which one is that? 56? That was 56, yeah. Yeah, so that was 56. Let me check if I do have other. Okay, then you have 59.5. Oh, that's increased white blood cell. Yeah. Yeah, 59.5. 60. Let's see, 60. Hearing. Center yeah. of hearing, nervous pain, like the nerve pain. It's also, it might be related yeah. with bronchial spasm, which is not related to your situation. Then mm -hmm. we have 62.5. Mm 
high pressure, mm -hmm. muscle center, and we have parathyroid gland regulation, which is the regulation of the calcium, which is yeah. may, may be related to the bones and things. Yeah, yeah. And 63.5, you have, again, the gallbladder, the, um, wait, let's see, yeah, the gallbladder yeah. issue. Yeah. Mainly. 65 would be tendons, overstraining of the tendons. Okay. 65, 65, 66. Again, tendons. Wow. And then 66, weakness of the tendons. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. And 70, um, we have anemia, lack of blood, eye issue, yeah. which you don't have, I would suppose. No. Visual disorders, that is 70, visual disorders. Optic center, like, do you have, like, issue with your eyes, that you're getting blur, or something like that? No, no, no. 71 yeah. flat feet <laughs> flat feet what's that <laughs> <laughs> it's a bone disorder okay no i don't think so i, I didn't i wasn't born with round feet then Seventy. Of course, I'm just I'm just telling you the frequencies which are in the first priority in that disease. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. It might mean also it can be related to other diseases as well, but I'm just stating just one of them. One of the that's seven. fine. That's so seventy-seven point five is courage to face life. Lack of courage to face life. Uh, I think I'm okay on that. <laughs> I think I think you're a courageous person, no? I, I think so. <laughs> 79.5. I think you're challenging your courage too much, probably. That's why uh, maybe. it might be. So, 79.5. Cell renewal of the organs and nerve degeneration, which is very much related to your issue. 79.5 is nerve degeneration. So, 86.5. So, 86.5. Oh, we don't have it in the list. It's uh, on the second priority of some disease. So, wait, let me just check that later. 87 is. Oh, that's in the second priority of some disease as well. So let's go to 90. Abdominal type yeah. of breathing, brain tumor. <laughs> I mean, cerebellum, yeah, yeah. like uh, the small brain, the center of memory, and the navel chakra, the chakra of your stomach, of your belly button. Oh so 
um, this is only part of the disease-related um, frequencies, but we do have yeah. the frequencies related to the organs. Like, for example, if we go mm -hmm. to 26 again, with in the organs list, 26 would be related to um, the nerve in this vessel. But let me check specifically yeah. to your... Um, Let's see, that's in your muscles or something. Okay, so we have, in the 60, we have 60, 60, we have 62.5. Mm -hmm. Then we have 63.5, we don't have that, 63 point. We do, 63.50, yeah. Oh, I mean in your book, okay. Yeah. 65 we do have, but that's really unrelated. <laughs> I mean, you can definitely find related things in the list. It's so huge. Mm -hmm. And um, 63.5, deep artery of one of the brain, uh, the brain, deep arteries, mm -hmm. which is related to your issue, actually, I would say. So you know, Shreem, yeah. on those um, these uh, on those pages that you're looking, mm -hmm. how many how many are there for the range testing? So the first part we just spoke. Um, actually, it's within the whole range of the zero to hundred. Uh, yes. Yeah. How many pages are there on the book? Let me check. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, when we do that range testing, um, the solution for that is to harmonize these frequencies, correct? Yeah. So if I if I went to you with the with the problem in my neck, say, and you did the range testing and we got those frequencies that are imbalanced and you harmonize them straight away. Would I feel a difference when I went home? Yes. I would. But not for um, degenerative disease. Like in your case, in neck pain case, it's unlikely to see the difference right away. Why is that? Because each time you um, harmonize one frequency, it depends, like how you want to work with those frequencies. If you sit down and you go through every frequency and you make sure they become a rotation on the RN, then yes, you might feel uh, a difference. But then if you're saying that you just, you know, start the whole bunch of frequencies and put um, a default of 30 seconds for each frequency, then that's quite impossible because some of most yeah. of the frequencies might need more than 30 seconds to achieve. Uh, yeah. So, 
yeah, that makes sense. So, for example, if I was to harmonize all these frequencies on the range test testing I got, three, six, nine, they're about 25, say. Um, could it take, for example, 15 minutes to harmonize an hour? It varies. What, what, would, uh, what would be the answer? It, it's very highly dependent on your own body. I think it can take more than that, actually, for some frequencies. Like maybe you're done with some frequencies and then you have this one very stubborn frequency, frequency and that disturbs the whole thing again. Uh, okay, okay. So, but from what I can see, if, um, okay, I understand that. This, the range testing is actually good to then connect with a certain problem I have or the patient has, correct? Yes, and which are not listed in the RAH programs. That is the most. Yes. So, um, okay, th that's fine. So, for example, if um, if I do the range testing and I get that list for me, and then um, yeah, and then I test the RA, which with basically the frequency, the spectrum of frequencies you gave me, I come to the point of the treatment because I think the test I I'm getting there, I think I understand more or less. Now on the treatment. Mm -hmm. From what I could see yesterday, yesterday mm -hmm. um, they will go on the green card. So I will um, put the, the spectrum of frequency of the raw on the green card mm -hmm. and then to harmonize them. Uh, how, uh, yeah, that's right. But when I'm choosing, like you did for me, the, the, the spectrum of frequencies uh, to test, where do I go? Do I go to the detox, to the 70s program, to the test uh, protocol, compact programs or defense programs? I don't know wh where to choose from. Ah, okay. Um, what I do is I would look from page 32 up to the last page to see like what yeah. possible programs I can put it in. Like let's say um, you give me a problem of like a stomach pain, pain in the stomach or gastric issues. I would put down the list definitely. I will start with 0, 0, 0, 1, 0, 2. Then I'll go to 0, uh, not 0, sorry. Then I would go to the bacteria side, the 20.69. I'll just go page by page and think, okay, what can I take from here? Like 20.69, okay, I'll take from here. Then, um, okay, okay, the bacteria parasites, I'll just um, skip and then skip. Yeah. And then I will go to... Um, for example, 30.68, the glandular epithelium that I put, I go on to the next page. I choose my ATP programs to, like, which is the stomach, and um, my, yeah. my detox program, which is, for example, also the stomach. Then, um, 
Then I will go on to um, stomach related issues like um, I might think that okay maybe you have like a vitamin B12 deficiency anemia because a mm -hmm. stomach issue can lead to vitamin B12 deficiency anemia so I will just check mm -hmm. this one and then I turn the next page again I will, I'm going to screen through like okay okay this is not related the lymph maybe not um, circulatory maybe not yeah. yet then I'll go into the next one okay then I'll go straight to the um, um, digestive system already then I'll go of course the stomach complete and all of yeah. these structures of it and I'll go for checking on the gastric gastritis acute chronic or ABC type or even ulcer yeah and which uh, which form, which page are you in 66 which is the um, yeah so basically yeah yeah so so basically you go you choose the spectrum of frequencies uh, first of all from page 32 I think to about 90 based on the patient's symptoms yeah um, or where do and then you will but this is for test or for treatment for test well even for treatment yeah. you can straight away choose such um, programs you can just assume straight away assume okay. yeah okay yeah so for the treatment i understand but how would you do for the treatment for tre you want for treatment straight away yeah i can use the same programs yeah, because... which i chose for testing Ah, yeah. Oh, oh, you can do that. Yes, definitely. And then I would go like, okay, um, well, it's a stomach pain, stomach ache, so yeah. I won't, I won't go for muscular skeletal system, so I'll just skip nervous system. I'll skip, then um, acoustic yeah. organ, skin hair. I'll skip, um, hormonal. I would probably go for hormonal histamine. 64.2 seconds uh, and then um, I'll skip 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 yeah skip again okay. so and what then, uh, that's very if, important um, yeah um I would go to the cost oriented system therapy which is the seven T's and choose the digestive organs and put it straight away for treatment um, for 10 at least 10 minutes I mean if, if you create uh, yeah the programs and that's it i think maybe some stress programs and that's it like that's those are the programs in the beginning okay yeah and some and some so, therapists might go for acid-based balance as well yeah. what did you say sorry some therapists might go for like in the case of stomach ache they would go for acid-based balance as well the zero six program yeah, yeah. so for example, um, if I'm an experienced person on this, uh, could I not, um, for example, choose the 70th programs straight away for treatment? Would you choose or would you not choose? What do you, which one? Uh, choose. Choose. Yeah, definitely. Um, that is um, uh, taking into consideration those all those pathogens in the list, like within the organs, the related organs. Okay, 
Um, this is obviously because at this stage I cannot relate, for example, if my neck problem has to do anything with the liver or with the stomach. So at least with, with the, the 70th programs, I can give some treatment to the patient. What's the difference between the, these compact programs, the defense program, the test protocols? Okay, the compact programs are ready programs, which is in starting from page 400 and 458. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. are the compact programs, which you can already, like, when the patient just says, oh, I have this problem, and then you can straight away give um, these very basic programs for treatment. Uh, okay, so when, when the patient knows what it is. Yeah, exactly. Or what you think you know okay. what it is. And you have, like, you, you want to buy yourself time for this session. Maybe it's a new patient. You want to buy yourself time to really study on this. Then you put them on this um, very um, convenient treatment. And then you can do your own study uh -huh. while he's doing undergoing the treatment. And then you can give them more specific programs. Because in the contact programs, they generally use... Um, very rough programs, like very general programs. Also, sorry, Shrin, I've only heard of your convenient treatment. So these compact programs, they are very general. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, it doesn't go down to the very details. So compact programs are, I would say, I would use compact pro programs to buy myself time to create a more specific program for myself. Ah, uh, to create. Will the person still feel different when we, when we offer this convenient treatment? When the problem is not that big. Yeah, when the burden is not that heavy. Mm. Then it's fine. Yeah. It, it will, they will feel the difference. And um, for test protocols... Yeah. They are actually a very detailed list um, specifically uh, for specific diseases and uh, created for very detailed testing and harmonization. So okay. some people, they want to go like, for example, the same, thing, same disease, for example, migraine, they have a compact program and they have a test mm -hmm. protocol program. So, some yeah. people want to save time, they put compact programs to tackle the issue first, or the, mm -hmm. the patient does not have so much time, then they will tackle yeah. the um, normal issue first. So, if the patient is ready for like a full-fledged program of migraine, which is a four-hour program, then, wow, the, yeah. the, the test protocol. Yeah, exactly. It's a very, um, very distinct, very specific programs within. And, and okay. it has to be broken down into parts. If the patient still needs specific um, programs uh, for harmonization 
and but the patient does not have enough time then you have to break down the test protocols to like there are people who don't check at all they straight away put mm -hmm. all the programs that are um, in within the test protocols and break them down break them down into parts so I could do it for example in two different days or three yep so you were saying that the, the protocol test is something quite long it can be divided so can we do we also test in this in the for example on the test protocol okay like this so um in the beginning i was using the test <laughs> <laughs> Difficult question for Friday. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> what? I didn't. I didn't hear you. So. It must be something funny. I, I said, <laughs> no, I said difficult questions for a Friday. <laughs> I had to swallow my saliva. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, in the beginning, I was starting to test the test protocols and. Um, for symptoms which are heavier, like you can see, you can start gauging from the patients if they um, they look very heavily burdened, like they look horrible, then I would, I would actually not go for testing because eventually you would find out everything is wrong. So it's like a waste oh, of time. Okay. So with like a lighter burden, like this person would complain this and that, but then if he doesn't look so bad, uh, like the complexion isn't so bad that um, like I would do physical examinations like checking the nails, checking the lips, checking the eyes and this kind of stuff and um, with, uh, with clinical experience you would, you would like you would know how to filter these patients and with, yeah. with the time of these symptoms like how long has he been having these symptoms um, for those which have lighter burden or suspected to have lighter burdens, so what you can do is putting such a long protocol would sometimes be a waste of time because some of the programs they are not exactly that burden. So testing it for the first time, although it will waste quite some time, it will be saving the time in the following sessions. Uh, say that again. Sorry. Um, where did you heard up to? What did you hear up to? I, I, I heard everything, but uh, I didn't get the point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I have to repeat uh, from the beginning itself? No. No, <laughs> uh, I understood that when the person, for example, looks horrible, we don't really have to test. We'll go straight into these test protocols because everything's going to be wrong. Yeah. And then when it's light, so, yeah. when it's a yeah. light burden or we just suspect it to be a light burden then we may mm -hmm. need to um, maybe if you want to save your time you can you know invest your time on the first checking uh, on the protocols which might take quite a long time for the first time but then it might save your time for the um, following sessions so you don't have to put oh, okay. everything but, in there yeah. you would only yeah. pick those burdens oh, okay. yeah. Um, but in, in what cases does, does that apply, really? Because if it's a light burden, 
would we not follow the would we not test the zero 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 to the to those first ten spectrum of frequencies, or would we do this? What what would we choose? Okay, so what I meant is like in every protocol, there would be a very detailed list of uh, quite a detailed list on um, the meridian. The meridian, acupuncture yeah. meridians, and it also includes uh, definitely the cells and tissues, the enzyme, the harmful substances, the vital substances, the acid-base balance. Yeah, these things they will definitely include this, and they will definitely include like the oxygen supply, which I don't normally test. Like even if you want to put that in your harmonization in your treatment. Like you might not even need to test. You can just straight away put it if you want to. So, and then um, one of the most um, detailed list in this test protocols is their um, pathogens. Yeah. So what I would do is like for the pathogens, uh, I would straight away use the seventies programs. Uh, for pathogens, oak. Yeah, and yeah, and they would know, uh, they would definitely yeah. uh, include the teeth programs, the stress um, programs, which sometimes I would eliminate. Um, like if the protocol was created first by me. Yeah. Because I found out that it's it's sometimes it's not really that effective. Like even if you added that that mental stress, it might be not even burdened. But it's included mm -hmm. as like a must in every test protocol. Protocol. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So I understand the what is a test protocol. Um, I understand the compact program uh, when to use it. Um, then we have the detoxication programs, page one hundred and ninety-seven. Where does this come in use? Let me go there as well. Mm -hmm. 197. Mm. My, yeah, basic my... systems of detoxification. Okay, these programs you would include actually in every of your treatment programs. Ah, okay, include, include... Like, no matter what treatment you're giving, you need to give um, a detox program at the end of the, um, the whole program. Like, can you just turn to page... Let's take the first one. Okay, let's go to page 217. Uh, uh, 217. Sorry, 218. I think your page would be 218. Yeah, I, I am deficiency, anemia. Yeah, um, yours is iron deficiency minus 33.1. Mm. Say again? 
Mine here is um, 33.1 hemorrhagic anemia. Uh, I have iron deficiency. Uh, hold on. Okay, yours is iron deficiency. Iron. Okay, no problem. <coughs> so let's go yeah, to okay. iron deficiency. So can you okay. flip to the last page of the iron deficiency? Yeah. And what do you see at the end? You see detox programs, right, at the end? Uh, yes, I can see... Yeah, if you detox... Oh, yeah, the that detoxication blood system, detoxication lymphatic system, detoxication acidosis, detoxication liver, and yeah. then vitalization complete. Yeah, exactly. So for each program that you create, you normally end with a detox. You end, you start with an energy, like from the energetics, 0, 0, 0, 0, 1, 0, 2, and the 31 point, the ATP programs, and then you um, bunch in like the physio and patho programs within, and then you have to end with a detox at the end. So an energy at the beginning and a detox at the end. So for every test protocol you see, even the compact programs you see, they would start with an energy and end with a detox yeah so you so have to put in which uh, yeah so which detoxication uh, let me just see another example for example the renal anemia so which are the detoxication uh, uh, always the same, these programs, these five always the same, or I would choose depending on the patient's symptoms. Yes, you depend, uh, like you choose depending on the patient's uh, condition, like um, for example if it's a renal, you might also want to add like a kidney detox, um, you just find in the list uh, it would be very intuitive, you can just find in the list which are related to that stomach pain, stomach detox. Yeah. Like something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, you get some situation where there is no specific detox for that certain problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would that do then? Then you would just either give a general one or refer to the test protocols and see what they use for this some specific pro um, disease that they have. And if they don't have that, then um, you can also, in the beginning, consult. Uh, you can ask me. Then I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, because it really depends on. Yeah. If it's, yeah, if it's yeah, an infection, no matter where it is, you can always add endotoxins and exotoxins. Okay, okay, that that that's that's fine. So, very good. That that uh, helps me quite a lot. Uh, so, when. Uh, so I understand about the test protocols, I understand about the compact. compact programs, and then we have the 70s programs. Where does this fall? Okay, the 70s programs, okay, let's turn to page 76. Is your 76 or is your 81 page? I don't know what page are you on, yeah. but... My seventy nine. Yeah, uh, no, I don't think that's 
Uh, now I have to check here. The 70th program is 153 for me. Okay, then you, it's good. You're going into the detailed list of this compact programs. So these are the programs. They include all kinds of pathogens in there, which is related to the specific system or organ. So what we do, instead of using the whole bunch of um, pathogens in the test protocol related to the sudden disease, you would see yeah. it takes up a lot of time of your treatment, actually, if you were to put yeah, all of, of these um, pathogens. So what you do is you just put the 70s programs for at least 10 minutes, and you'll get the whole spectrum of the bacteria, which includes... Mm, so in one 70s program, uh, if you have read the um, description here, have you read the description yeah, of the, of the um, 70s yeah, yeah. program? So it includes not yeah, only yeah. the pathogens, it includes the energy program for the organ system, for example, the nervous system. It includes the energy programs for the nervous system, the detox programs mm -hmm. for the nervous system, and yeah. All the pathogens which are commonly found in um, the particular system. So, what Correct. I would say yeah. to summarize the usage of 70s is that it's to save time. It's to save time uh -huh. rather than you know putting one by one all these um, mm -hmm. pathogens. We 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 just harmonize with one program all the pathogens. Yes, yes. And uh, how long, for example, say a person has uh, a problem with the nervous system, uh, how long would I put this uh, system for? I think I have someone. Yeah, good. Uh, how long would I run, for example, imagine the person has problem with the first program, nervous system, how long would I run it for? Okay, a minimum you should run it for is 10 minutes. That's the minimum. Which is also uh, stated... Is that not... Yeah. That's the minimum in the, uh, of the 10 minutes, which is uh, also stated in the compact programs. But um, sometimes if you want a really short program, but you want them to work, like you can add in a few, like um, the 54 from the nervous system, like in the physiological ones, the list, like, okay, yeah. you have a 0, 0, 0, 1, 0, 2, and then a 54.1, for example, you want it more specific. And then you can put the nervous system 70.10 for 30 minutes, and then give them a basic uh, detox, and then end it with a vitalization. Like, to just make it, like, uh, into a one-hour program. Or, very, I sometimes I can even go up to however much I want. Like, I can even go up to 15 minutes. Remember that Bell's palsy guy? I gave him overnight treatments and this nervous system, I set it for 15 minutes, 5-0. Wow. Yeah, just one that so you, Yeah, so you, for example, on this 70s program, program, you do like 10 or 15 minutes or 50, whatever it is, and then we could add one of the wrap spectrum frequencies yeah yeah it depends on how much time do you still have left but if you don't really have much time for a lot of you know different programs so what you do is you increase the time for the 70s 
Yes, okay. All right. Yeah. So, um, because it has a very broad okay. spectrum. Okay. You, you were saying that we can, for example, run a 70th program with some added features. With some added features, um, in what sense? I, I didn't get that, but you mean? Uh, I mean, with some other um, spectrum of frequencies from the RAW. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah on the raw list, yeah. Okay, so I would run, for example, the 70th, the 70th program, say, 10-15 minutes, and then how long would I run the other spectrum of frequencies from the raw list each? Five. Five would be... Five. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So okay. So that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah. Yeah. In practice, there's one good experience from this um, this person which I'm doc uh, talking to. She's a doctor from um, Russia, and she has been doing this for many years. And what she realized is that um, she just randomly picks programs the 70 programs from like different groups like okay you have like skin problems okay i pick your skin i pick some allergy i pick some kidneys all the 70s and then put 10 minutes each like i put a bunch of them in and put 10 minutes each and it works like it uh, the patient feels like better after that oh yeah so Ah, that, that's good to know because, for example, if uh, if I don't know what to do, mm -hmm. I could I could do that exactly. I could see, for example, the patient has problems with their neck, so I could do a seventieth program for the nervous system, for the bones, for the blood, uh, something like that. And yeah? musculature and skeleton, you can have a lot of them. Yeah. Um. So. Okay, uh, so when when a patient comes to you, mm -hmm. the majority of the patients, what do you do then? Do you follow the 70th programs with another uh, frequency from the raw list, or do you choose the compact, or it depends, what do you follow? Well, in the beginning, I would play around with the compact, and then when I got more experienced, I started adding things into the compact, like here and there, and yeah. then when I got even more experience, I started creating my own programs. So you first start, when you're not very experienced, you start with the compact? Yes, and then when you get more confident, you can add in here and there more specific programs, like for example, in the compact program, um, let's say we pick, um, wait, um, where are the compact programs? Oh, 400 something. Yeah. So let's say let's pick like um, something common. Um, where is the comp detoxications? Oh, let's say allergies. Ah. Let's say allergies. Um, it says yeah. here, 
Um, okay, can you turn to page um, 458? I think it's not 458 from your side, but try to get the yeah. program 35.2 um, for uh, complex programs. I think it's either 456 for you or 461 for you. Um, four, five. What's the name? Giving up? Oh no. Allergy. Sorry. <laughs> Allergy. No, it's okay. <laughs> uh, four. And this circulation. Art. Uh, <laughs> I cannot find it. 450-something or 60-something. You can find allergy in the immune system. Okay. I think you can just use the search function. Uh, I'm actually on, I think this is on uh, online, on one of my tabs. Uh, I have pathology compact programs. Let me see, immune system link, circulation. Immune system. Huh? Is that the immune system? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, got it. Immune system, yeah. Yeah, so it's okay. allergy. So, for example, um, when I'm not experienced, I'll just give them this one. When I'm more experienced, I would like to like tackle the specific area where they are always allergic. Like, for example, it's the skin. So, I would change yeah. this 31.10 to 31.56 ATP program. No, not 56, something else. It was the So, which one would you swap? Sorry? Um, I would change, for example, I would add in things that I would like to add, like um, 06, the acid base balance. Mm -hmm. And then I would change this ATP into, for example, um, wait, let me check. The skin, 31.38. Uh, and the kidneys, I'll, I'll use this as a reference and change it. So where it has ATP, it has complete, I change it to something more specific, like the skin and, for example, the kidney. So, and then the immune system, I will put it, I will leave it as general, as complete. And maybe for the... 35.10, I'll just leave it. But for the um, allergy complete, I would choose, for example, um, if this patient normally has like allergy, like very acute allergies from food, like when they take it, like some prongs, they will straight away have like itchy skin and um, problems like that. Then I would choose a 35.21, which is the allergy type 1. So that's what I would choose, um, yeah, and then I would go to the lymphatic system 
and I might even add a detox for the lymphatic system which is the 37.7 I'm gonna detox the uh, heavy metals and then I will leave mm-hmm. the histamine and then for the basic detox program I will change it into skin and kidney detox for example okay but how how do you how, how do you gather that information is that because you know they are all, all linked no, you can just do that by symptoms. Like you know that, okay, skin, and you know that by theory, skin is related to the kidneys. Then you can start with the kidneys. Yeah, with the skin and the kidneys. Yes. Yeah, things like that. Okay. And then um, okay. you, and maybe at a, later, at a later stage, you can add liver because kidney and liver, they are the major detox organs of the body. And, you know, it has to be done first. Okay, um, so based on symptom, so the patient, for example, they come in. Uh, we can test them on the on the on that program that we create, and then uh, how long would that take? The testing is it that like an hour and a half? No, I think this one would take like thirty minutes. The testing. Yeah, for the compact. If you want to check the compact and you added like some of your a few programs, then it would take maybe thirty minutes. Yeah, around that. Um, but what I mean is, if a patient comes in and uh, we want to test, well, on the first uh, on the first visit of the patient, we test or do we test and treat? Um, it's very um, individual. If you don't even know what uh, plan to test yet, then you can just straight away give them treatment, give them the compact programs, and maybe add it to be more specific. And then you do um, like a study on the patients. You keep talking to them, maybe while they're already doing the treatment to save your time. And then you will write things down, and then you will create a more specific um, program for them. Uh, or for testing for the next session, you want to test them. Yeah. Ah, so not necessarily. I have to test them on the. F- it. Uh, okay, understand. Yeah. So it, it really depends. Yeah. And it also depends on how you market your, your the way of how you want to work. Like I have got like um, a season where I marketed this bioresonance as a body checkup like a full yeah. body checkup, then I'll just check everything generally and I'll tell him, okay, this and this is your problem and you need to be taking yeah. more consideration on this, this and that. And they are coming just for diagnostic, like for a body checkup, like a, like an annual blood yeah. checkup. So it depends on how you market your 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 practice. Uh, yeah, if I market as, okay. Uh, what thing? Yeah. So, go on, go on. Yeah, I'm, I'm done actually. Yeah. Um, so, what if someone comes with you? With, uh, so, if you do it, uh, if you do like what you said, you can actually just test because the patient, the patient wants to wants to know how how their overall body is. But if a patient comes with a problem, where do I stand? So, what types of patients can I get in order to either 
treat straight away or test and treat? What what situations can I find? So I can know what to do. So normally, um, if you know what to check, yeah, if you straight away yeah. know with their symptoms what to check, of course I would prefer to check first than treat. But, yeah. but if you don't even know what to check, then you just straight away give the treatment. And then you, but, yeah. but, but how can I how can I treat if I don't know what the problem is? Well, they would say like um, for example, I have uh, a tonsillitis. I have infection of my um, tonsils, yeah, and just mm -hmm. recently, and then you can just give them the acute tonsillitis program. Oh, okay. So I would just uh, run that. Yeah, and you, you for example, um, let's uh, okay. Let's start from the lymphatics. Uh, I say, oh, I, I realized, and you have to identify. Okay, um, you know, my legs are very um, swollen these days, and yeah. um, you know, it or it has been the past few years or something like that. And then you just give them the lymphatic edema program. That's it for the for the session. Okay, so, um, so if if that is the one of the ways to do it, why do we actually test them? If we have like, if we have programs, whatever it is, to sort out the patient's problem, why do we actually test? There are people who don't work with testing. It depends on what works for you. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes they're very good in tackling the specific programs. They are so experienced mm -hmm. that they already know like what would be burdened just by the symptoms, just by the story. And they just put it in straight away and they would have um, effects. And then I don't test. Like for oh. myself, for my family members, they don't really, you know, they just want to have, they have like small health issues. And then they just tell me that they have this issue, then I'll just just drop some programs and so that they can treat, the, because they would be coming anyways to treat. So I'll just give them some, oh. some bunch of frequencies without checking. Yeah. Wow. So for the general patient that visits you, um, say if you have like 30 patients, how many patients, more or less, you know, just to give me an idea, how many patients do you test and how, no, how many patients do you test and treat and how many patients do you just treat? I would say all I test and treat. Ah, you test, okay, so you test them That's all. That's my way of working with them because, um, like, I would also think that I am a human. I can always be 100% sure of myself, of my judgment. Yeah. Yeah. So what I do is, it's more specific and of course the efficacy, if you test for specific programs, it will be faster. So that makes you look more magical, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which is important. So would you do, for example, if the session is an hour and a half, would you do half an hour, an hour and a half testing? Pardon? Hello, um, I didn't, I, I, I lost you. So, so if the, the session was an hour and a half, 
Would yeah. you do half an hour testing and one hour treatment, or would you do only testing on the first time they come? Would I do one hour treatment or one and a half testing? That's what you're asking. Yeah, so would you do say, the patient, the patient comes for the first time, okay. would you do half an hour testing one hour treatment, or would you do just testing? Okay, for the first session, um, okay, that's the way how I mark, I personally market my packages. So, yeah. in this package, the first session would always only be checking. I would say I would need to know yeah, your situation yeah. first, and then um, for upcoming sessions, I would be, you know, already... Ah, okay. Yeah, I think that's what the companies here do. They they test on the first appointment, which is actually a bit more expensive and maybe takes longer. And then after the testing, we give the, the what the treatment is. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So on on that first treatment, you will be checking. So, if the patient comes in, will you have spoken with them before? Will what before? Will you have spoken with them before? Before they came? Sometimes yeah. yes, and sometimes no. But I would already know their background before coming. So, no in the case uh, where someone recommended to me and someone told a bit about that patient to me uh, so in any case so, i would know them beforehand yeah. yeah i think that's what you want to ask yeah because imagine that you're doing all the testing on the first appointment if you follow the the, the range testing and the first standard zero zero to one zero dot zero zero plus what you recommend, uh, you may have to do that list there and then, don't you? Yeah, sometimes I would already have that list in my mind because I use the Polar and it's very easy for me to... I don't have to write it down. I can straight away visualize. It's like it's very visual, the Polar. So, and it automatically saves what you checked, what you can, you can clearly see there. So, but if I'm working with the PS10, I would list it down. I would just tell the patient to wait for a for a few five to ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, actually, while they're talking to me, I can already like know what to check, and I'll just. Oh yeah, yeah, take yeah. Five to ten minutes to list everything down, and then I'll go in there to check them. Uh okay. So yeah. So for for me. So if I don't know what to check, I could, do, for example, get some ideas from the 70th program, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Of course, you can't check the 70 programs. Oh, I can't, no. Yeah, uh, you can straight away give them the um, treatment. <laughs> the what, sorry? The treatment of 70s. Um, but of course, you don't check the seventies. Oh. You don't check the seventies. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if yeah, so if I don't know what to do, 
and I only have, say, half an hour, 45 minutes uh, testing, I could treat them 45 minutes. Yeah, or you can use the um, compact programs to check. Ah, okay. Yeah, instead of the test protocol, you can use the compact programs. Or you can just use the test okay. protocol, I mean, if you have enough time. Yeah. Okay. What time is it there? <laughs> you see, I keep yawning. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I just, uh, I'm just curious. Oh, okay. It's 11 p.m. Um, but I slept uh, just now. I did my three-hour treatment. Oh, okay. That's when I Are you feel tired? extra tired. But it, it doesn't feel... It feels the good kind of tired, you know? The tired is a good kind. Yes. Yeah. Okay, um, very so let's do one thing, uh, Shrin. Um, there's a lot of information that you've given me, which is very good. Mm -hmm. But I need to, all, uh, from what I've wrote, I need to organize this in my head. Okay. And then uh, we'll have another session. Um, okay. So I can see, what, what I'm basically doing is I'm trying to understand what to do when the patient comes in, so I'm not stuck. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, we can all, I can also, maybe we set a time so that I can prepare um, a list of common diseases, or maybe you prepare that list because you would know what kind of patients you meet, like for example in the hearing clinic. I, I suppose you would have some patients from the um, hearing clinic as well going to your bioresonance um, practice, or is it not? Um, I don't think so because this is a company you are work for, so I'm not going to mix things. You see? Yeah, it's not very good, right? Like yeah, no, I'm going to keep like respect them, and I'll hello, do. Hello. If okay. you don't mind, do that. Do that list of common diseases. Uh, and I will try to find out which are the common diseases here and we'll prepare something so I know what to do. Okay, so I, you, you're saying I would create a common diseases list in my practice and then um, I would actually like ting tang brainstorm with you what you would do for those kind of patients. Like I'll, It's something like good a idea. case study. Yes, good idea. That's a good idea. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you know? Um, yeah, that's fine. Let's do that, and then uh, I'm gonna finish the, the the session I had with myself, and then we can speak about that as well. Yeah, the testing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. Okay. Okay. So uh, thank you very much for your time today. Okay, yeah, it's the end of today. So Yeah. How many how much time did we do today? Do you have it with you? Pardon? How much time did we do to them? Oh I'm not sure. Forty five.